Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the NetSuite podcast. I'm the host, Kendall Fisher. I hope all of you have remained safe and healthy during this time. I first want to note that this podcast episode was recorded prior to COVID-19 closures and shelter in place. Everyone at NetSuite extends their support for those impacted by coronavirus, and we encourage you to visit netsuite.com for any resources you may need to get through this challenging time. Today, I'm joined by Matt Weissner, Oracle NetSuite's Manufacturing Industry Principal in the Supply Chain Center of Excellence. Weissner takes us through his two decades of experience working in supply chain and warehouse management, noting some of the biggest challenges he witnessed companies face in those operations. We discuss the importance of implementing a warehouse management system, or a WMS, to provide business leaders greater control of warehouse operations, real-time visibility of inventory and orders, less manual processes, and more flexibility, enabling companies to effectively react, respond, and recover to supply chain disruptions, something we all know is more important now than ever before. Weisner then dives into some of the big WMS and supply chain management updates that are rolling out in NetSuite's 2020 Release 1, including deeper and richer warehouse management functionalities, real-time visibility into inventory and transactions, controls around quality and third-party logistics, improvements to both inbound and outbound operations, and ensuring all of these functionalities are easy to use across mobile. Weisner also discusses the new GS1 barcode support, a new take on wave picking, continued improvements for supply chain control tower, and more. Stay tuned for all of that coming up next. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company, and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite podcast. Hey, Kendall. Nice uh, nice to be here, and thanks for having me. Of course. Now, as I told our listeners in the introduction to this episode, we're going to be chatting about supply chain and warehouse management, especially with the new uh, 2020 release one. But you have a lot of experience in supply chain and warehouse management and some big certifications. That's what I've heard. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure, that's right. So I've been in supply chain management and manufacturing for the past 20 plus years now. Uh, also have a couple of certifications, uh, CPIM and CSCP, which come from an organization that used to be known uh, for years as APEX, but now is known as ASCM, which stands for the Association of Supply Chain Management. Uh, I was driven to get those certifications early on in my career when I was working in roles from buyer planner to master scheduler, ultimately up to uh, director of supply chain for a manufacturing company in the Oklahoma City area. Uh, The focus is really on developing competence around production and inventory management, as well as expertise in global end-to-end supply chain management. I was actually part of the very first group uh, to gain that CSCP certification back in 2006 when it was launched. Wow, congratulations. Now, for someone like me who has no idea, what are CPIM and CSCP certifications? Can you kind of break those two down just a little bit? Sure. So the CPIM is uh, a certification in production and inventory management. Okay. So it's really kind of a uh, certification focused on just inventory practitioners, uh, planners, schedulers, shop floor type of uh, processing. Okay, got it. 
And CSCP? And the CSCP is just a certified supply chain professional. So Got really it. kind of a, a little broader certification dealing with everything throughout the entire supply chain from distribution uh, to manufacturing and even transportation and things like that. And Oklahoma City. Yeah, I have to tell you, I have two places in the world that I, I'm from Los Angeles, born and raised. I have two places in the world I said that I could potentially move. Nashville, love it. Music, love it. And Oklahoma City, because I swear it's the nicest group of humans in one location. Shout out to our, actually the people who produce and edit this uh, podcast. They're from, they're all based in Oklahoma City. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I was, I lived in Oklahoma City most of my life. I've been in Denver for the past five years, but not born in Oklahoma City, but raised, started there when I was six months old and, wow. and really spent most of my life in Oklahoma City. So those are my people. Yeah. Are you a big, uh, what is it? Thunder? Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Big, <laughs> that sounds really Oklahoma bad that I don't know fan. that. Clearly I'm a big sports girl. Um, <laughs> Well, that's awesome. That's that's very cool. I, I just I hear Oklahoma City in my heart always bursts a little bit because so a lot of friends there now and uh, just a lot of good times there. A lot of nice people. It's hot though. Yes, it gets hot and and tornadoes are a big thing and um, what else? Uh, very ice storms. I think they've had a couple times ice over the storms, last yep, yeah. Yep. Anyway, so back to the topic at hand. Um, in all of this, you know, getting those certifications and in your career history leading up to NetSuite, what would you say were some of the biggest learning points for supply chain and manufacturing? Like what were businesses concerned about most or what were the biggest points of discussion? Sure. So, you know, during that time in my career, I was really working with mostly small and mid-sized manufacturers. Uh, we were starting to see a lot of lean methodology that had been implemented with larger manufacturing environments like automotive and large industrials. A lot of those thought processes were starting to trickle down into small and mid-sized manufacturing um, where continuous improvement, Kaizen, Six Sigma, those types of things started to become really important. Uh, one of the big methods that those manufacturers were using to drive improvement was obviously implementing new systems and software to help automate their processes. Right. And it seemed like every role that I took on and every manufacturer that I worked for was either just starting an ERP implementation or looking to get started on some type of ERP. I would say easily like 90% of the time in my career, I was doing some type of an implementation, whether it's ERP or some other type of software. So wow. that really kind of drew the line to where I am today, um, coming over to the ERP side and working with our customers here at NetSuite. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes you a force to be reckoned with. You've done the implementation, you've been on the other side of it you know, coming sure, here to NetSuite, that's, that's, some, that's some great insight to have and a absolutely. great skill, actually. I think you could call it a skill to bring to bring to this side of things. Yeah, exactly. I've been on the other side of the table. I've consumed software the way that our customers are looking to consume it today. Right. And that for our customers, it adds that level of confidence. Like, okay, you've been where I've been. You've either been there during an implementation or been there in the process of deciding in the, upon an ERP, um, which would make me go, okay, I can trust your thought here a little bit. You can give me an honest interpretation and an honest, like, honest feedback about how this is going to go or what to expect and so on and so forth. Absolutely. So that actually brings me to, you are now the manufacturing industry principal in the Supply Chain Center of Excellence here at NetSuite. What does that mean? What does this role entail? <laughs> sure. Uh, we get that question a lot. Uh, here at NetSuite, the Supply Chain Center of Excellence is, is basically a group that supports our solution consulting teams, also our sales teams and our delivery teams. 
Uh, as you know, NetSuite has customers across a large number of industries and verticals, which really is a testament to how flexible and adaptable the suite is uh, to all of those verticals. The Supply Chain Center of Excellence really has the goal of understanding what each customer's definition of supply chain actually is, because across these different industries, supply chain can mean very different things to many people. Oh, yeah. So that focus on understanding some of those intricacies and specific use cases allow the COE to be able to help NetSuite and all of our teams better serve and align our capabilities and values to the uh, unique business and operational needs of our customers. So in my role, I focus on really three main areas. One is that I enable our sales teams um, and our solution consulting teams and even somewhat on our professional service teams. Um, we do this by providing up-to-date enablement content, face-to-face -face training sometimes, and even one-on-one -on -one mentoring. The enablement covers both the NetSuite product offering as well as the industry acumen and knowledge. The Second major part of our role is to stay in touch with our product development team, mm -hmm. and that helps us to understand what functionality is becoming available, how we can best take that functionality to the market, and how we can stay ahead of the curve with our teams. This way we can get that training information on those features and functions in front of our teams, and we kind of stay along and, and stay in contact with the development teams as they continue to deliver functionality. So kind of walk me through then, how did you develop into this role? This couldn't have been a role that like, obviously the role has probably developed as you've developed and as NetSuite has developed and as Sweet Success has developed and as our industries have developed. So walk me through a little bit how you got to this point and how we as a group here at NetSuite kind of started rolling this side of the solution out. Sure, absolutely. So as mentioned, I've been doing manufacturing for around 20 years now, but Eight years ago, I kind of made the move from the industry into the ERP space, and I joined NetSuite about four years ago. Okay. Actually, the first two years that I was here at NetSuite, I worked on the professional services side of the business. And on that side, I was delivering Sweet Success implementations, I was involved in over 30 different customer implementations in our manufacturing and wholesale distribution verticals. Although I participated in all parts of those implementations, my focus as a consulting technical manager was on our advanced manufacturing and quality management products. Then a couple of years ago, I was fortunate to be asked to join the Supply Chain Center of Excellence. And since then, I've been able to grow my understanding of our entire organization, uh, as well as get to work with all the great teams that we have here. Wow, that's a lot, 20 years inside, like in supply chain, eight years in ERP, four years here in NetSuite. So that gives you a lot of interaction with different companies, different customers. Um, in all of those years, when it comes to manufacturing, supply chain, warehouse management, what have you learned from those companies or for the, from those customers? What are their biggest pain points, challenges, things that they need you know, in that realm? Sure. So as mentioned, our customer base is varied yeah. across a, a ton of verticals and industries. And so our product companies, especially, I think, you know, the real pain point, the real thing that we hear consistently across from company to company to company is uh, real-time inventory and transaction visibility. It's always at the top of their list. It's true for both our new customers that we're engaging with as well as existing customers who continue to move up the stairway and unlock the suite. On top of that, we see a consistent desire from our customers to move much of their supply chain management, manufacturing quality, WMS, 
off of a workstation at a desk and into some type of a mobile platform. They really are looking for like an iPhone uh, with a sled scanner or an iPad or a tablet or something that their users can cannot stop what they're doing, but becomes part of their everyday process. Yeah. With this real-time inventory and kind of transaction visibility, why is that so important? I mean, how could that hinder a business if you don't have that? Well, sure. You know, I remember kind of early days yeah. when I first started getting into manufacturing, we had certain systems that were um, connected together, but many systems weren't. So you would have a daily upload or some, some places where there were warehouses that could only upload weekly information. And so between the times that the, that information was brought together, we were really operating in the dark. And the nice wow. thing about NetSuite being in the cloud and always connected and being able to get to that information from anywhere in the globe is that we have the ability then to see as transactions are made how they impact the rest of the organization. Which ultimately allows for better business decisions and, and successful growth. Exactly. Exactly. How, you kind of hit on this, but how is NetSuite specifically giving businesses real-time, you know, visibility into inventory and transactions. And then, like you said, having everything in a mobile platform, obviously being the cloud allows for that. But what else enables this through NetSuite and how, how does it benefit our customers? Sure. So I think the, you know, when you, you kind of step back and say, and look at the unified data model that, that NetSuite uh, and the NetSuite cloud provides, it's the perfect platform for that, you know, constant connectivity, mm -hmm. uh, real-time information. Uh, as you'll see from some of the new functionality that we're releasing uh, here with this release, the focus on supply chain and ensuring that inventory is consistently tracked um, and that those movements are always in real time, whether they be made within NetSuite or from a mobile device, is kind of key and central to everything that we're doing. Got it. Now, we're not the only ones doing this, but what makes NetSuite unique in our supply chain functionalities and WMS as compared to, you know, competitors? Sure. So, again, I, I go back to the beginning when we talk about a true cloud multi-tenant yeah. platform that, like NetSuite that's not only capable of integrating two third parties or other systems that may be doing some of the things that we're doing, but also contains the ability to have native supply chain solutions built right inside the platform. Uh, then we have to look at what Suite Success does for these solutions and ultimately for our customers. You know, NetSuite's continuing to take our experience and what we've learned implementing over like 19,000 customers yeah. at this point um, to deliver not just ERP, but industry-specific leading practices uh, that complement that functionality. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, if we've seen it once, we've probably seen it a thousand times with all of those the different customers exactly. that we're working with. Um, now, in doing several podcasts about our 2019 release two and 2020 release one, which we recently rolled out, there's been a lot of focus on supply chain and warehouse management, as you alluded to. What is the core driving focus of that? Why are we doing this? What's influencing us? What's empowering us and encouraging us to, to do this? So we're seeing a great deal of convergence among our customer base, uh, as well as companies that we encounter as prospective customers. Uh, when I say convergence, what I really mean is wholesale distribution companies and manufacturing companies that are starting to blur the lines, uh, whether that's through outsourcing some of their processes, but still maintaining visibility into that process or a traditional wholesale distribution company who now finds themselves drifting into the manufacturing or contract manufacturing space in order to gain better control of their supply chain and of their quality. 
As an example, we have one customer who's been primarily distributing products through a buy and sell motion, but recently uh, to ensure that they maintained a steady supply and steady quality of a critical product of theirs, they found themselves going out and acquiring one of their key suppliers. With that manufacturing acquisition, the company is now looking how can they expand their NetSuite footprint to include not only the traditional distribution functionality, but also more manufacturing functionality. Huh. At the same time, we do see traditional manufacturing companies who are still vertically integrating both on the supply side as well as on the distribution side of their business. Some manufacturers who have traditionally left distribution to third-party logistics or traditional distribution channels are finding that a direct-to-consumer model may be better for them. And if they're going to take on that distribution function, then they're going to be looking for functionality to control that entire supply chain, including something like a warehouse management solution. Interesting. Um, and what about other verticals? Well, as you know, we've seen significant growth in some of the retail and food and beverage space, uh, just like manufacturing and wholesale distribution. We've seen many of the same challenges and complexities. Uh, I've had the opportunity to work with some of our apparel and footwear companies recently, and I've been super surprised at how complex their supply chains can get. In these verticals, timing seems to be a critical factor when you're dealing with uh, food and beverage side of things like shelf life and spoilage. And then on the AFA side, where different styles can come and go at a very rapid pace, which causes an extreme amount of velocity and variation in the supply chain. There's enough uncertainty to go around right now. NetSuite reduces it by giving you visibility and control. With so many critical decisions to make, you need the right numbers, and you need them right now. NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. With NetSuite, we give you financials, cash flow, payroll, inventory, and more, all in one place, so you have clear visibility and total control of your business. NetSuite customers have the flexibility to work from anywhere, with immediate clarity on critical information right at their fingertips. No more guessing, no more waiting. Make smarter decisions with confidence because you've got crystal clear visibility into your numbers. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to stay in control. Receive your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com USA. Don't wait. Get your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com USA. netsuite.com USA. It's funny you mentioned that because I just, just was talking with one of our customers, Tacovas Boots out of Austin, and um, they told me one of the biggest reasons, you know, that they decided to implement NetSuite was because, I mean, every their whole thing is their customer focus, and they grew really fast, um, really big, really fast. And so for them, they implemented NetSuite really early on when they were just 10 people, which is really not typical. In order for their customers to have the best experience, they needed the best supply chain experience. And they didn't want their customers feeling the growing pains that they were facing. So therefore, you know, NetSuite allowed them to give that experience on the supply chain side that then kind of trickled into how the customer ex experience went. I think that's really, really interesting. And like you said, really crucial to their whole business. Their business is focused on the customer experience and all of this trickles into that. Right. And nothing can ruin that customer experience you know, right. faster than that. having a stock out or exactly. having material unavailable when it's needed. Yeah. So all of those things kind of result in this real highly sophisticated expanding, uh, like you said, in, in their case, supply chain. And our customers really are, have a large appetite for 
functionality and features within the suite that can help them address that complexity. Yeah. Uh, the other major driving force for our customers is continuous improvement. We see it over and over again. Customers looking to drive efficiency, productivity in their processes, all the way from the procurement process into warehouse management, manufacturing, and even fulfillment to their customers. Mm -hmm. So understanding that these supply chains as a whole are, are getting consistently more complex, as an organization, we really look to address that complexity by helping our customers accelerate their innovation within their organization, reduce the kind of time to value with their products, maximize the productivity and efficiency of their workforce, and then reduce overall supply chain costs. And if they can do that, just like you said, mm -hmm. ultimately they're going to be able to increase customer satisfaction. That all makes a tremendous amount of sense, especially, like I said, right on, right, literally right before we're recording this podcast, I had this conversation with Tecovas and they were telling me, you know, basically they just listed all everything that you just listed and how it's helping them to continue to grow their business, um, you know, and give them the visibility as well as the flexibility, you know, to, to get bigger and bigger and bigger and open more stores and do whatever it else they want to do, which right now it seems world domination is, is in, is, is their path. Um, so tell me, what is 2020 Release 1 going to do for wholesale distribution companies and companies that have these complex warehouse operations? So as our customers you know, continue to look for greater automation from the NetSuite WMS suite app, and through both 19.2 as well as the 2020.1 release, we've made some really significant strides to provide a deeper, richer uh, warehouse management experience for our customers. To do that, we've started first and foremost with a brand new mobile interface for our uh, WMS system. The new mobile interface that our customers are seeing now provides much easier navigation as well as an open platform, which allows for customers and partners to develop additional functionality within the interface if that's what they desire to do. Not only is customization available, but also there is a no-code configuration feature that allows users and admins without extensive coding backgrounds to be able to customize the look and the feel and some of the functionality within the mobile interface. Hmm. One of the things about the mobile interface that I think is important to driving efficiency and driving user productivity is the way that we've taken a lot of the unnecessary information that used to clutter up our mobile screen and place it in a collapsed menu where the user can get to it if they need it, so they're gonna see things like the next step within their process. This allows the mobile to really start directing the user from one step to the next in the process. So. I mean, and, and this has to, you're able to kind of make the, like when you say like what I think is really important, you're, you know that because you've been in it, you've been on the other side of it. So on the operation side, they don't actually need this. They need this. Is that kind of how we're making these decisions? Exactly. Exactly. And the great thing about the interface is, is that really we want the, the screen to only show what that operator should be focused on. Now, yeah. there might be times where they need some additional information, and what we've done is we've just tucked it away where they are one click away. It drops down, shows them like a picture of the item, right. you know, where they may be within the process. But for the most part, it's telling them what to do next mm. throughout the entire process. Is what, And that's really what we were trying to do. And I would assume this is also information that we gain from our customers telling us 
you know, our eight, 19,000 customers around the world in all different industries telling us, Hey, this is the operators telling us, Hey, this is actually what I use every single day. And what I'd rather see right when I look on my mobile screen rather than, you know, what, what has been there. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, in the past we used to have just, you know, all of that information available on the screen all the time. And sometimes it just took some time for the user to find out where they were in the mm-hmm. process to make sure that they were on the right step. Yeah. So in addition to the, the interface, our customers can expect to see uh, some improved put-away logic and put-away strategies that are available, which include things like being able to suggest to the operator when to merge what they're putting away with an existing product, or it can now tell them to only put away to an empty bin if that's the, the strategy that our customers choose. There's also new zone and bin level settings that the system will respect uh, regarding whether a product can be mixed with other product or even if lots can be mixed with other lots in the same bin. One of the most exciting things that we're going to see in 20.1 is GS1 barcode support. So this feature has been a long time coming. This is one of the things that our customers have had on the top of their list of requests for, for a couple of years now. And this is going to allow customers to take a large barcode string, like uh, probably being too technical here, but a code 128 or a data matrix code. Mm-hmm. Think about like a QR code as an example. And, and then they can define mapping so that with one scan of the Mo- WMS mobile app, we'll be able to parse all that information required for that transaction. Wow. So as an example, in the past, in order to create a purchase order receipt from the WMS, we may need to scan the purchase order number, then scan the item number, then scan uh, the unit of measure, enter the quantity, enter the lot number or scan the lot number, and even maybe an expiration date uh, would need to be entered. So now with the GS1 barcode support, we'll be able to scan one barcode, which contains all that information and map it to the correct fields within NetSuite. Huge time savings when you think about some of our wholesale distribution customers who are making hundreds, if not thousands of different purchase order receipts each and every day. GS1 barcode support. I never thought something would would rile me up so much. <laughs> um, no, but for real, this is game changers um, for the inbound side. But what is going on with the outbound operations? Is there anything happening um, with order fulfillment? Absolutely. So just like on the inbound side, there's some really um, great functionality coming on the outbound side of the equation here. So with 20.1, we have a a brand new take on wave picking within NetSuite WMS. Our customers are now going to be able to support both single order and multiple order picking uh, within a wave. In addition, they'll be able to build waves by order or down to the individual order line if they would like to. Along with that, the pick task generation logic has been upgraded to include new strategies. Those strategies are going to allow for picking zone prioritization, enhanced sequencing by pick path logic. And another big feature that our customers have been asking for is sorting by FIFO and LIFO, which is first expired, first out, or last expired, first out, and preferred bin. So we're also supporting uh, new functionality that revolves around pick-to-fill and pick-to-clean strategies, which many of our distributors uh, have need for. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and why is that? Just to kind of hit on that, what's the importance of that? Well, it's all about, again, to drive that efficiency and that productivity if these strategies allow 
our warehouse customers to control and to manage the different levels of the bins right. that they're working with. So the example here is is to be able to pick to fill a certain container or to pick to clean okay. a, a bin. It means that we're not going to leave anything behind there so that we have space that's available for the next put away. So we've discovered many of our customers pick to an intermediate ID like a tote or a carton or a pallet before it actually goes to the, to the dock. So we're introducing new functionality that we're calling pick to carton mm -hmm. that will support tracking of a pick task all the way uh, through fulfillment to that individual ID. The last thing I'll mention, even though it was released back in the 19.2 release, is that it's important to remember that WMS now has support for all languages available within NetSuite, and that support extends to the WMS mobile interface as well. So we actually had Paul Farrell on to talk to us about the new supply chain control tower feature during that 2019 uh, release too. But I heard that there's actually even more functionality coming in 2020 release one. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. So there is. I, th I think this is the third release in a row now where we've seen more functionality related to supply chain control tower added to the suite. So as you know from your discussion with Paul, our product-related companies require ability to take a quick picture or snapshot of their supply chain at any given time right. throughout their process. So without going through all the control tower functionality, I'll highlight really the two main enhancements that we're going to see here in 20.1. First, the supply chain control dashboard has been enhanced with metrics that are now being driven from the Suite Analytics platform, which provides a little bit deeper insight to those alerts and things like late POs or past due sales orders. Interesting. The new Suite Analytics workbook is available for our customers to build additional reports and views so they can drill into the risks that they've identified and the alerts that they're seeing that need to be dealt with immediately. Further, these workbooks can be leveraged to perform deeper research when there do happen to be disruptions within the supply chain. And, it, and if you guys want to learn, or listeners tuning in want to learn more about um, those Sweet Analytics workbooks, we actually have a podcast on it. Um, and that podcast links to a blog that talks more about it. So um, make sure you go check that out. Absolutely. So in addition to the new analytics, the second edition is around the predicted risk portlet. To this point, we've had predicted risk established around late purchase orders that we released in 19.2. In 20.1, we're going to get the ability to see predicted risk for transfer orders. So just like with purchase order predicted risk, users will be able to take a look at a recommendation, turn those into a simulation within their supply chain snapshot, and then take the appropriate action based on what that scenario result is. It's exciting. This is, again, another example of how we're continuing to use artificial intelligence, machine learning, and predictive analytics within the supply chain control tower. And even, you know, deeper than, uh, obviously, those are all big, buzzy terms that we're all very excited about right now. But, you know, it, what I'm hearing here is basically this gives greater visibility, more efficiencies, and better control over, you know, our supply chain is, is what I'm hearing from all of this. And all, all of this has to come from feedback from our customers, right? Like the reason we're doing this is because this is what our customers have said, hey, this is what I need more visibility into, more control over, more efficiencies around, right? Absolutely. And so the idea here is to kind of give us an early warning system of when things might be uh, in trouble based on multiple factors. And I can really geek out and get into, <laughs> you know, the entire, uh, you know, random forest generation of all of the different algorithms. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just deeper than, well, what's the average days late, average right. days early that that vendor is. Yeah, got it. Now, outsourced manufacturing, speaking of hot topics, is also a hot topic and seems like we have a lot of customers 
who do some type of contract or outside manufacturing. Um, can you tell us what the new outsourced manufacturing feature is going to offer? Sure. So coming from a background of doing implementations with our customers within professional services, this one's pretty exciting for me to see come around. Um, anytime a company is doing some type of outsourced manufacturing, there are some critical transactions or points of tracking that need to occur. This is especially true when a company is sending out material that they own or drop shipping material that they own to a subcontractor or to an outside manufacturing company. Yeah. It's super critical that they keep track of their assets that they own so that they have solid financials and so that we get that uh, solid inventory valuation as well as that inventory visibility we talked about earlier. Now, within Nestle, we've We've long been able to provide inventory tracking and proper financials around that process. However, at times, the number of transaction steps it took to transact in a process like that could, could be cumbersome. Yeah. So with the new outsource manufacturing functionality that's releasing here in 20.1, we'll see the ability to automate some of these transactions and reduce the total number of steps it takes to complete that process. Which then reduces the number of errors that could occur and so on and so forth. You got it. You got it. Our customers will be able to drive that entire process either from a single PO if they choose to or from a single work order. So this new feature will ensure that there's proper visibility of inventory throughout the process and that the outsourced manufacturing vendor who's performing the service or the transformation on that product is getting paid properly. And finally, that we're able to get that finished product into the correct location once it's completed without having to do a lot of unnecessary steps. All right, I'm going to hit this home right now. I know I've asked it before, but I just, I want our listeners to hear all of these functionalities. How do we decide what we're going to add or update with each release and how do our customers have an impact on that? You bet. So, you know, obviously when you're looking at a roadmap of, you know, product with the number of developers that we have, our partnership with Oracle and, and everything, there's a lot of factors that go into what's prioritized and what's pushed to the top uh, of that list. But as always with NetSuite, one of the largest inputs is our customer feedback. We really do that in a couple of ways. All of our existing customers have access to an area we call Sweet Ideas, mm -hmm. where our customers can either enter new ideas or requests uh, that they may have for new functionality, or they can look at other user-submitted ideas and vote on how important those ideas are to their organization. We also utilize things like customer advisory boards where we pull together a group of customers and gain insight into their companies and what their pain points are. And those really are the key things that kind of drive the priority within our roadmap. Yeah, in um, the kind of 2020 release one overall po podcast with Lisa Schwarz, um, which you guys can listen to as well, that's, that's live now. Um, and when we talked about, uh, you know, all of the different functionalities, I, I think she mentioned that there's like, over 250 something um, something updates and 50 something of those came from customers or something like that, which is uh, huge. So speaking of, where can our listeners learn more about the new capabilities rolling out in 20.1 and especially those related to supply chain and warehouse management? Sure. So just like anything else, there's a ton of information sitting out on NetSuite.com. Mm -hmm. um, we definitely recommend that people go out, read up on some of these new features. There's a lot of different um, blog posts and uh, articles around you know, what's happening in supply chain, wholesale distribution, manufacturing. Um, for our existing customers, you know, definitely we encourage them, like always, to check their new release portlet, look at those release notes to get a, you know, a really in-depth view of what we're going to be having uh, delivered here in 20.1. 
And I'll make sure to include a link to the overall 20.1 blog post from NetSuite Blogs um, where we'll, we've linked out to all of these different uh, resources that people can go to. So what else? What else can we look forward to from manufacturing, supply chain, and warehouse management moving forward? Anything you can share? After being here for four years, I'm, I can't think of a time I've been more excited for our roadmap than right now. So uh, you, you just expect more you know, from that artificial intelligence, machine learning, predictive analytics that we talked about earlier. Expect more in the area of inventory planning um, and also in mobile functionality. Uh, there's a lot coming in the next few releases, and, and I'm excited about what's happening with supply chain. That's awesome. Now, I forgot to ask you this earlier, and I wanted to, and you just mentioned it because you've been here for four years. Denver, Oklahoma City. Which one do you prefer? Definitely Denver. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, after, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you were born Could and never raised go in OKC. Yeah, no, no. So you're here now. No, this is it's it. too hot in Oklahoma. <laughs> Gotta love no humidity. Yeah. And... Uh, can't you know the mountains just never get old got it we will be sure to have you on this podcast again i'm, sh- awesome. I'm sure of it Would love to do it um and thank you so much for joining us all right thanks kendall thank you so much to matt weisner for joining us on this episode of the netsuite podcast we look forward to continued updates for wms and supply chain functionalities and all of the benefits it will bring your business Thank you to our editing crew over at Lampstand and all of you listeners for tuning in. Stay safe, stay healthy, be well, and we'll talk to you next time. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.